Hi, I'm John Zulay Abernathy, and you are listening to TV Confidential with host Ed Robertson. Let's also bring up something else about Sandy Duncan in 1987. She joined the cast of a show originally called Valerie, and then when Valerie Harper left, it was called Valerie's Family, and then it was called The Hogan's, and then The Hogan Family. So it has, Jason Bateman. With Jason Bateman and Josh Taylor. and uh, I mean, to the extent anyone remembers that show today, it's because of Jason Bateman. I think it really did help him. I mean, he's... This was, I would say, the first big thing he had when he left Silver Spoons, because he left Silver Spoons to do his own show called It's Your Move, which was very right, funny. David, 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 um, he used to be David on, Garrison. Yeah, he who used to be on Married with Children. Yeah, he had some of the same producers, and uh, Garrett Morris had a reoccurring on that, and... Uh, it was a funny show, but it just kind of it. It would have been great for like a, a British sitcom because yeah. you know you got a, like eight good episodes out of it, and then they just ran out of stuff to do. So, and I'll be honest with that show. After Valerie Harper left the show, I never watched it again. Well, now I'm, I'm trying to remember: did she leave the show, or, or was she forced out of the show? Uh, I'm trying to be polite, but I believe she was forced out. I believe she was forced. Out. I believe there were some disputes. Um, Salary? Yeah, and also some creative control. Uh, that was that was another big problem that was going on. And I imagine you talk to ten different people, you're going to get ten different takes on it. But uh, there were some storylines that they uh, thought were a little sappy. They wanted some more realism. So I know there was some conflict with the storylines. Oh, and realism, solely... they killed off the main character. Yeah, yeah, I well, don't care. You don't get you didn't get you don't get more real <laughs> yeah. than that. <laughs> but there were uh, yeah, and they, there there were some retooling of it, and uh, yeah, so you had a suburban family. I mean, the basic premise as Valerie was that she was a a mom of three boys. They were all at that age where they were you know beyond being a handful. And Josh Taylor, who has had a, an incredible run on Days of Our Lives, playing two different characters. He was her pilot husband, so he would be gone for... Valerie's husband. Yeah. Long stretches of time. So he was a pilot. He was in the opening credits. You'd always see him, you know, in the opening credits in his pilot's uniform. But often in the episodes, you know, he would leave at the uh, beginning of the episode and come home, you know, a couple of days later and, you know, kind of get a recap of the chaos that that the kids started and uh, when uh, they decided to kill off Valerie, that's when they brought in Sandy as Aunt Sandy. So that was Mike's. Her, her yeah. sister or his sister? His sister. Okay. And uh, Josh Taylor also decided to um, leave Days of Our Lives because he was doing both jobs at right. the same time uh, and uh, dedicate more time to the sitcom because he agreed with everyone that... It would make sense that if the mother had died, the dad would, would make, an, make effort an effort to be, to be much more yeah. home. Yeah. yeah, so he took uh, a certain amount of uh, bereavement, leave of absence, and all that. So part of the premise was that a certain amount of time had passed since Valerie was killed in a car accident, and once Aunt Sandy got settled in, he would go back to work. You know, I'm just thinking aloud here. I mean, as I recall. Uh, 
Valerie slash the Hogan family slash whatever else it was called. Uh, it, it I believe it ended up running about three or four seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, NBC, it was on from 1986 to 1990, and then on CBS from 90 to 91. Okay, so five years. So That's pretty incredible yeah. after it's, losing a main character. Well, and and where, I'm, where I'm going with it is they, they pretty much reimagined the concept of the show midstream because of circumstances replacing the lead. And when you replace the lead, you pretty much had to shift the entire concept of the, of the show. Just thinking aloud, um, the only other example I can think of where that was done and done successfully is with Eight Simple Rules, which started mm-hmm. off... Yeah, Eight Simple Rules, which started off with John Ritter as the focus. And when John Ritter died in the middle of the first season... Mm-hmm. I think it was the first season. It was the second season. Okay, the yeah. second season, Okay. By necessity, they shifted the focus from the father to the mother. And by the time the show ended three years later, it was a completely different... I mean, mm-hmm. the title was the same, but it was, a, it was a completely different show. And I have a hard time imagining that happening in 2016. Well, it was very... I mean, it was very rare... For for anyone to attempt to, I mean, look, leads are replaced, cast members are replaced, but very rarely does a show continue when the lead actor dies. And the fact that they were able to continue for two for for basically two seasons that that's remarkable in and of itself. Well, remember Charlie Sheen with Two and a Half Men. Well, yeah, they, they got another. They got a couple got, of seasons. They got about three seasons out yeah. of it. Uh, Shannon Doherty, uh, I would say, yeah, did but, it twice. Yeah, with, but ne- neither mm-hmm. of those actors died. No. no and actually, they were also no. part of an ensemble. Right. Yeah, they were part of an ensemble. Uh, she she left 902 on her character yeah. just left. Yeah. In uh, Charmed, her character was killed off. And certainly in the case of th- three and a half, two and, two and, and a half, half men, um, the concept did not change that radically. You know, when you brought in Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. I mean, it was still basically the same. Yeah. Yeah, you had the same premise, just a different, yeah. a different character. But, so uh, it, no, it's, it, it is remarkable seeing the, the various incarnations of Valerie from the, from, from the original show to the Hogan's family. And this means what it means. It's interesting in that Valerie Harper had two shows, both of which kept... For whatever reason or another, the, the producers kept tinkering with the concept throughout the entire length of those shows. <laughs> and she did uh, threaten to walk off of Rhoda at one time. And so uh, I think everyone associated with this show knew what they were dealing with when they were dealing with this is the person that you're dealing with. I think uh, they did, They decided to cut their losses and get rid of her. But, again, you have a show that lasted well, uh, there were many more episodes with Sandy than Valerie. As far as the network was concerned, they got five years out of it. Yeah. Which they, and they reached the magic number, and that's, that's and it, all they really care about. <laughs> I don't know where it is showing in syndication now, and uh, I imagine that would be a... I'm sure it's being shown somewhere. It, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. It has to be. And, and they did... They did get, you know, eventually they did get to go to some of the, the heavier storylines, which is exactly what I think one of the reasons Valerie wanted some changes with the show. Yeah. They did not 
And I can understand that point because you have the threat of becoming just another mundane family right. sitcom. And uh, they wanted to kind of push that. And, and considering the 1980s, there were a lot of topics you could have gone into, which some shows went feet first and some shows avoided. And uh, that was, uh, you know, choices that they wanted to make. I mean, we're talking, you know, look at the time that we're talking. Mr. Belvedere did an AIDS episode, I think, before anybody else. And well, Different Strokes did an episode about pedophilia. Yeah, did what? Yeah, so, you know, there there were some... And these shows were being recognized and praised, and you know, so I think uh, you know that was that was also part of it. But if we go back to uh, Sandy Duncan, I think she has been working nonstop, whether it's been on stage or it's on screen. Yeah, and a very important part of television history. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.